0: While our heroes, the Darkest Delvers, participate in the All Bronze Operation at the Kuotoa village. Far away, Cassius of Atemer and Cary Underworld have traveled through the night to arrive at the Dungeon Guild Academy, where they have an appointment with the leaders and board members of the Guild. As they exit their coach pulled by Aegis, they're surrounded by the cornucopia of heroes that make up the Guild. The university common areas and hallways are a catalogue of magical weapons, animal companions, mounts, magical whispers on the wind. Cassius walks proudly and swiftly in front, easily dodging the hubbub in the hallways. Carrie, however, struggles through the obstacle course, nearly dropping her scrolls and items she brings with her. Eventually, they reach the grandiose doors of the Radiant Lance Theater. Inside, they find a massive circular lecture hall with stadium seating heading downwards. Old gilded wood tables and chairs are set all around the circle, all pointing down into a central stone pit where guildmaster can be seen making his request towards a stone box seat with three individuals sitting inside of it. These three oversee today's reviews, the new Malari, the bankers and board members of the guild. To their left, armored and armed, is the Major Domo, I-Forn the Just. He oversees and organizes the guildmasters who are making their requests here today. Otherwise, the audience is free to come and go as they please, and heroes enter the hall and leave at their own discretion. A professional, if a bit stuffy, guild master currently commands the floor, and wraps up his request as Cassius and Carrie enter. And that is why the giant-class guild of Keld requests funds to establish a night crew so we may better combat the vampire menace. As the Guildmaster of Keld wraps up, there are hear-hears and bangs on table in agreement. Ivorn the Just takes center. Now we will hear from Guildmaster Cassius of Atomer, who has arrived, yet again, to request additional support. Cassius and Carrie make their way down to the center stage. Carrie struggles with her scrolls trying to lay them out flat, but they keep jumping back into shape, so she ends up taking out the various items she's brought with her and holding down the corners. Cassius takes a deep breath, turns towards the board members, and begins his prepared speech. Numelari of the Guild, I come before you today to request sufficient funds to attract and hire Gold League champions for Atomer. The audience at this begins to snicker, laugh amongst themselves, and whispers are shared throughout the lecture hall. Or that the guild assign a team of gold leagues to clear the Underdark dungeon beneath Atemer. As I have been reporting for these past two months, the city is overrun with countless sturges and dark mantles. The city is suffering from an infestation, cranium rats, what we're calling piercers, even Grix. Just two days past, a rust monster and Mimic were discovered above ground. We also have a confirmed kill on a gelatinous cube beneath the city, as well as a possible family unit of Hook Horrors, who this guild believes to be extinct. This is all in addition to the undead that have been cropping up around Atomer, including skeletons, shadows, poltergeists, and an active flame skull at Wither's Keep, which has since been silenced. We believe an ancient evil is awakening beneath Atemar, and the citizens should be protected against these evils. The center board member, a half-orc, adjusts his robes nervously, and leans forward in his chair, looking down at Cassius. Have you, a uh, proof of this? Zoltar the wizened, and Cassius gives a bow. My assistant Carrie Underworld here can show you the trophies and artifacts collected by my bronze adventurers. Carrie fumbles about the table, but shows off the various trophies collected by Co over the course of their adventures in the last two months, including the horn of blasting and the psychic spears from the recent adventure. Seemingly tuning in for the first time, the right board member speaks up as she pets her massive cats, which loop about her lap and shoulders. She looks over her nose down at Carrie. My cats and I have no need to hear the words of a low-level artificer. Silence yourself, Warden. Responds the leftmost board member. Thank you, Giga Shark. Something in the Underdark is causing the fauna to aggressively expand their territory into the surface. The elves long ago left a series of defenses. "'guarding these entrances to the Underdark. "'But there's no telling how long they will hold. "'As you know, the Force ruins have already been breached by a pack of Grix. "'And at that time, we provided you with two guild researchers "'and funds for a team of silvers to protect them.' "'You did. And while I thank you for that, "'it taxed my limited silver ranks to capacity. "'That was nearly two months ago.' and they've yet to share anything of their discoveries. I've had to rely on bronze parties to safeguard the city. As we speak, I'm sending these crude bronzers as diplomatic emissaries to investigate the surrounding ruins for answers. All of this, and I'm expected to continue normal guild operations for every ghost and hag quest that arrives on my door. You overexert yourself, Cassius. The guild is meant to serve the people. Guild-funded missions should be a rarity. Distinguished Numelari, This is Atomer, the location of the proud Faced Paelorian Temple, and Loran's final battle, the site of the Class V Oni Incursion, and the Behir of 34. Atomer is a magnet for evil, a place of power. I can hardly train up a new batch of woodleaguers before they transfer out, quit, Or meet their demise. That is why I ask you... Didn't Min Maximus already hand-select a party for Atomer? As I recall, they have quickly risen through the ranks... And easily overcame their first official guild assignment. If you are referring to the group now calling itself the Darkest Delvers... Their brash tactics have produced the trophies you see before me here. You sent me a for-profit cleric of Paylor, who repeatedly hoards his healing spells and spreads rumors. A former businessman turned psychic rogue, who would do anything to find a cure for his wife, including jeopardize future missions. And a schoolgirl paladin who is looking for love. These are hardly the makings of the heroes that Atomor needs. An old man with wild white hair and a hypnotic patterned robe sits in the back and speaks up. Trust the divination, Cassius. Give them time. The commune rituals are never wrong. They only require patience. Eh, Cassius... If you seek additional funding, turn your attention to the upcoming Bronze Bowl. With proper execution, you will have enough for campaign for the year. The Withers family has always been very generous with the Guild of Atema. Cassius' hands at his side fall into fists, but he maintains his composure. It may be too late at that point. Need I bring up the fate of Strongfair or Temwater? And the Wither's family may not be entirely trustworthy. Your concern for the people of this world is commendable, Cassius. But the guild is stretched thin. We are besieged on many sides by many enemies. Your city is not special and will not receive special treatment. The new Malari will hear no more this day. You have already been assigned a chosen party, and the guild has denied your request for additional funds. This is more than sufficient for someone in your... condition, Cassius. Return to Atomer and oversee your charge. We will be sending Regional Director Selenar Everbloom to Atomer to review your franchise and assess that the aid we have provided is being handled properly. You are dismissed. We will now hear from Bubred Hardslayer, whose Dragon Class Guild of Affenburn is currently encased in a time crystal. Cassius carefully exits the lecture hall, and Carrie runs to catch up, carrying her things. So what what are we going to do now? We return to Atomer, and hope that our chosen darkest delvers haven't gotten themselves up to too much trouble in our absence. Cassius and Carrie exit the Guild Academy, climb up into Aegis's coach and begin their long journey back to Atomer. Tune in next week for the final episode of Season 1 of There Will Be Dungeons Delvers. And look forward to Season 2 to follow, featuring Evelyn Blackwood Grinkeeper, Co Spiros, and Crandall Splendorbelt, as well as other guest players sent by the Guild from around the Frog Pants community.